everybody. Welcome to Starkville's House of L. I'm Derek. I'm Frank. And this is our episode for the Krypton episode, Savage Night. Or as I like to call it, how are there only three weeks left? Two weeks left. This is Crazy. it. This is it. We're coming. To, we're fa- staring down the barrel at the end of the season now. It's not fair. How'd we get it, here? It just Nothing. got here. It just started. I know. I know. We just got a brand new Superman show and they're already trying to take it away from us. What's, what's all this about? Ten weeks? Ten weeks Se- in and out? Season and two is, is got to be imminent. It must be. It must I be. Need I, think, I need I, a renewal. I know it will happen hopefully by the time the Phantom Zone airs on May 23rd. The season finale will already have heard of a season two pickup. I would really hope um, so. I sincerely, sincerely hope so. I, I just, hope they don't I just keep don't, us waiting. Yeah, I just don't see how we, how we wouldn't get one at this point. I mean, this show, it sounds cliche, but it gets better every week. It does. It, re- it really does. I mean, they up the ante every week, including this week. And... Um, you know, there's there's every week brings all sorts of great plot developments, great action, great heart filled moments. I mean, it's it really has so much going for it. They did that um, just last week or over the weekend. They did a marathon on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Uh, where they they marathoned the whole season up to this point to get people caught up. So they they clearly you know believe in it and they're they're investing in it. This episode no different, obviously uh, the eighth uh, in the season, Savage Night really put the you know i i said this to um david paul francis uh who writer and producer who was on last week on house of l who stopped by the house of l i like that um yeah he just so I, stopped by for a quick quick visit yeah yeah just popped in for a for a quick hello like we're peewee's playhouse or something that's it that's it yeah it's the king of cartoons david hey. paul francis um but you know, you would think, especially like in a 20-plus episode season, there'd be a whole lot of filler in between the mythology episodes here. And this show is all mythology. Oh, yeah. All in. Like, there, there's no there's no filler. Mm-mm. All whatsoever. killer, no filler. All killer, no filler. Um, and I think it's important for people to remember that. Um but this episode also a big turning point, kind of setting the stage for the final two episodes of the season, definitely. Yep. Um, and your guess is as good as ours is what's going down. We've got some some theories, some speculation, uh, chock full in this recap episode. And obviously, spoilers do abound, uh, as is the case with all of our recap episodes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We um, are, we are, I, I think, just as excited, if not more, uh, about the finale and then the last couple episodes as, as any fan would be. Yeah. And looking forward to, to talking about them here um, with all of you. So, Savage uh, Night, directed by Mark uh, Roskin. And, uh, oh gosh, the writer's name just escaped me. Come back to me. I had it. Who this are you? You don't file your paperwork. <sighs> the I didn't. Uh, David Cobb. David Cobb. David Cobb. David Cobb. The name totally lost me. I apologize, David. So, let's dive in. Yeah, we start two weeks ago. So we find out that it's been two weeks since the events of the pilot, and they show us where Adam went when he disappeared. Uh, when he gives Seg. Uh, sort of the the news about hey you're gonna have a grandson all this stuff's gonna happen oh no I must be going like well we see where he went uh, and it looks like I don't remember him saying oh no I must be going 
Yeah, something like that. Was that paraphrasing? Yeah, you know. Or, I mean, maybe he exactly said that. If you don't remember, okay. then that yeah. sounds like a you problem. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he stole the Zeta Beam device from Sardath, who mm. in, in the comics is the leader of Ran. Ran what is a, a deep, faraway deep, planet. Yeah, what a deep get. And I'm guessing that's not Earth. I assume that he is actually on yeah. uh, Ran. On Ran or like on a space station orbiting Ran or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he pleads his case and says, you know, I was, I was meant to have this device. I was meant to be a hero. I was meant to, to save Superman. Like, let me, let me have a second chance, basically. He, he begs for his second chance to go back and, and make it count and, and actually, actually do right. And so we cut to him hiding out and, and asking Kim for uh, a chance to... He's saying, I'm preser- trying to preserve the timeline. I, I really need a chance to meet with Seg. Because his grandson is like, if you knew him, you'd you know he'd you'd understand why we need to save him. And Kim is so sick of hearing this. He's so he's like, oh my god, future boy. Mm. You know, Just, future boy. Yep, exactly. Why haven't we who's not pre- called who's Adam's who's president? Who's president? Where you come from? <laughs> oh, and I suppose Jane Wyman is the first lady. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, the actor. Uh. Uh, but how have we not called him Future Boy up until now? It's so boring. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. There you go. It's so, a very uh, interesting story, Future Boy. <laughs> so he wants to uh, to meet with Zeg, and, and Cam agrees that fine, I'll, I'll bring him back here, and you can you can meet. So we head over to the Rebel base or the Resistance bunker or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and the coup, uh, the coup, uh, Q HQ, Q H Q. Uh-huh. And uh, Lyda says they're running short on supplies. Seg says that the streets are still full of Sagittarii, so things are pretty dangerous out there out there for them still. And you get the feeling it's been a couple of days since yep. Voice of, since Goldie Wilson revealed himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I would uh, say it's it's been at least a day. It's, they've been they've been hunkered down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of battening down the hatches and waiting for this all to blow over. Um, and it hasn't yet. Is, Go to the uh, Winchester, is, have a pint. Exactly. Go to, uh, go to Kendor Cantina, have a pint have a for pint all this all to blow over. over. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, boy. Uh, Kem runs on his way to the bunker, uh, finds Sevi, who is the disciple of Rao, who's been protecting Ona and watching over her. And he realizes, you know, Ona's still out there since all this has gone down. And, and he knows that the voice of Rao is not is Brainiac. So he feels like, I, I promised Rom I was going to take care of Ona. I have to go and find her. Um, and she reveals, Sevi reveals that, uh, she's seen Brainiac sucking energy from the embryos in the Genesis chamber. That's how he's getting energy. All, all living beings are basically, you know, just, just energy. So that's, that's where he's, he's feeding off of. We're just Daryl ones Saad, and zeros. Just ones and zeros for, for his, uh, disposal. Yeah. And General Zod says that the Genesis chamber is... Krypton's future and it must be saved. So they start putting together a plan to save the Genesis Chamber and and stop Brainiac all at once. <sighs> Meanwhile, Brainiac is telling Daron Vex. I'm going to call him Daron now because of I'm not. Had, someone I'm, was a real stickler about that. I, that's all the more reason to call somebody Darren. <laughs> just 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 stick him off more. Like that's one of those really annoying kids in school. You say their name, they're like, no, it's pronounced, you know, mm, this. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not calling you that. I don't care if that's your <laughs> yeah, name I'm gonna or call not. you Caddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, is, Darren... it Ka- is, is it Kathy? No, it's Caddy. Oh, no, you're <laughs> Kathy. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Well, 
Darren, Darren says that uh, he'll be able to, uh, or so, uh, re- sorry, Brainiac tells Darren, like, you'll be able to take over Kandor when I'm done. Uh, this makes me wonder, is he planning, you know, when he bottles Kandor, is he going to kind of leave Darren as, like, the, you know, mayor or whatever in charge? Like, here you go, you're the little mayor of the bottle city. You, mayor! You, you place. Mayor! I like the sound of that. He's kind of passing down the mantle of mayor. Yeah, to, he's, yeah. he's going to be like Goldie Wilson Jr. Yeah, Jr. yeah. When my great-great-grandfather was mayor of Hill Valley, <laughs> you could get a Pepsi for a nickel. Good times. If you want a Pepsi, you're going to pay for it. <laughs> I just want a Pepsi free. Back in my day. Just give me something without any sugar in it. <laughs> Future boy. One black coffee. Um, um, Brainiac looks more human. We actually get to see yeah. Blake Ritson. Yeah, yeah. He, sh- he shaved. He's shaved. He's not green. Brainiac shaving is seems like a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how much of that is a, uh, like, you know, is he kind of... Is he actually actually shaving? Is he kind of have control over? Can he like morph his appearance and give himself a five o'clock shadow or not? I wonder how that retract how the hair follicles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Boy, I wish I had that power. Well, the uh, opposite of that power. The opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can retract them all day long. It's the, oh yeah, yeah. The growing. No, nothing but you and I have similar issues. Yeah, yeah. We'll discuss off air the plight. Yeah. Uh, well, the rebels are putting together a plan. If they can get past the red shard. And sneak up on Brainiac while he's in a trance because he's he's absorbing all the uh, energy from the embryos in the Genesis Chamber. Um, if they can kind of weaken his link with the Red Shard so they can get past him, um, they might be able to actually take him out while he's you know in a in a uh, weakened state because he's in that trance. And they figure we could use Dev's body to to sever that link uh, between. Brainiac and the Red Shard, and maybe we can align with Black Zero for backup. So that's, Sounds that's like a the plan. plan. That's the plan. They're going to split up, and they're going to they're going to tackle all these different pieces and pairs, and uh, and make it make it all happen. I do love. Was it Zod that said there's a whole lot of ifs in that plan? And I was yes, like, yeah, yes. there are a lot of ifs in that plan because I was thinking the same thing. Like, watched him. Like, well, if this works, and then if that works, there's a lot of contingencies, right? It's yeah. everything is is there's layers and layers of contingency. One thing is dependent upon the previous thing. So, they for sure they need to uh, they need to to get their ducks in a row, and that's one of the reasons why he wants Black Zero for help. He's like, well, if the if the Brainiac thing doesn't work, and that's our only plan, we need brute force backing us up. So, so that's the plan. Um, that on means we way, gotta go see the woman in charge. That's it. Gotta go see the the big lady. Uh, on their way to to see Black Zero mm-hmm. and their leader Jack, sir. General Zod tells Jaina that choosing family over honor was the right thing to do. And he says, after all, if you hadn't, I wouldn't be here. And it's right around here that Jaina starts to wonder, huh, that's true. There is a self-preservation thing in this for you. What's your yeah. what's your ulterior motive here? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, or do you have Krypton's best interest at heart, or do you have your best Just interest your at heart? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. So where did you come sad. from if you didn't survive, if you survived Krypton? Yeah. yeah. Where were you? Where were you? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We'll get there. Yeah. We get we get into that in, in uh, not not too long from now. Lyda is nervous that Nissa is feeding their plans to her father, and Nissa um, and says that that's not at all how how this is. She's actually having a moment of sincerity where she says that she actually envisioned the failed coup ending with her and Seg on top, and she seems genuinely 
sad that things didn't work out the way she had wanted. Now, whether that's true or not, you know, she's she's a master manipulator, but it does at least seem, it does feel somewhat genuine that she is, uh, that she's saying she actually wanted her and Seg to, uh, you know, to end up end up winning this whole thing and, and be in the position of power. Have a baby. Mm. Baby, baby. Mm-hmm. Genesis baby. Nobody says it like that. Don't, don't do that. It's <laughs> weird. I'm just stuck on the idea of Genesis baby. Is it just oh. come out singing Phil Collins? Yes, yes. I can't see you, mama. It would say that. <laughs> it would say that to mom, you know, to Nissa. Uh, all right. Well, uh, you know, I feel like whenever we're in the Outlands, because that's where they are. They're going out to the Outlands to find yeah. Dev's body. The Outlands always feel like going off the grid in Tron Legacy. Do you know well, what I mean? To me, it's like, and I guess it, it, it's... To me, the Outlands is like, you got you went grocery shopping, and you got home, and you put everything up, and you got everything in the fridge, you got everything in the, in the cupboard or the pantry or whatever you, whatever you people call it. You take your shoes off, you sit down, you put your feet up, turn the TV on, and then you remember, oh, I left my phone in the car. Like every uh-huh. time they every time they go in the outlets, it's like I left my phone in the car. Like I have to go back <laughs> out there. Like every oh, single no. time. Yeah. Not again. Not this and, again. And literally this time it is technology they're going after. So it is like they left their big phone in the car. That's right. That's right. Yeah. My big my big robot human phone yeah. left it in the car. Damn it. Again. I did it again. Nobody's gonna call me. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just be unplugged. It's freeing. It's liberating. Yeah. 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 Uh, so General Zod and Jaina uh, are at Black Zero HQ, uh, where Jaxer says Kandor should have been by the people for the people, and soon it will be. Um, Black Zero so didn't seem very well hidden. No, like no, they just they took didn't. a couple of turns, and then they were like in a place with them, and it was like you've been hiding here all along. Like, this is, like I guess hiding in plain sight. You're in the city. Like you didn't even go to the Outlands for nope. a. Like it seems like where they where Zod and them were to begin with back in episode five would have been a better hideout. Mm, true, true. That would that would feel. But maybe that's I too guess, predictable. I mean, the Sagittari I, did find their way there. Yeah, I guess they were just hiding in plain sight. Yeah, that's that's my guess. That's yeah. my guess. Uh, but it's like they're in the back of a Starbucks or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, the I didn't other know thing we, too. Uh, yeah, everybody's like, I didn't know we still had a Walden books. Oh, that's right. Zero. Never mind. <laughs> Huh, I thought that shut I down thought years ago. When did they when did we get a Walden books? Weird. Huh. Oh, I, I guess zero. the other thing the other thing is like it's not it's not necessarily known who every Black Zero agent or true, sympathizer true. is. So they're all sort of double agents. They're all sort of living secret secret lives. So there's that too. But to be operating out of a circuit city for the past year, you would think somebody'd be like, Now wait a minute. Now wait a second. Why do you have still have World Book ninety nine on C D ROM? That just seems in Carta? Wow. <laughs> On 25 floppy disks. <laughs> Just keep swapping them out. Black Zero. In Carta is a front for Black Zero. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so Jaxer wants to, you know, she wants to bring back democracy, and she feels like there is, you know, the rank and rankless and all those divisions shouldn't exist. It should be true, like, sort of utopian democracy, and that's what she's going to bring back by by force if necessary. Uh, and as General Zod is sort of talking about how, how I, you know, I know we worked together before, and I'm still loyal to you, and she tells him to shut up, basically, and and, and slices his face. Dang. Uh, and it's, it is, like, she will cut a bitch. 
She Dang, is not Jack, sir. Uh, no, I uh, know. You were not to be messed with. Th- that's right. That is absolutely right. And uh, I love the move where he takes the takes the blood from his cheek and puts it on his forehead like like the red shard. Yeah. Have that thing on their head, and he tells her all about Brainiac. Yeah, Brainiac. Yeah. 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 Um, love but that. Love you want to talk about Jack Sir a little bit and where I sure do where people have seen him slash her before. Yeah, Jack Sir is always is always like uh, you know revolutionary a. Uh, uh, someone leading an uprising, uh, and uh, in some incarnations, Jaxer Jaxer has always been a man up until now. I think this is the first time Jaxer has been. I, I, female. I cannot remember a female iteration of the character. I can't either, and I, I love that. I mean, again, this show is so strong with the, the 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 female characters are carrying this show in a lot of ways, and I love that that they were able to make Jaxer, who's this fierce warrior, sometimes portrayed as a dictator. Um, that they that they brought this kind of incarnation in, into the show. I love I love the way they handled her. I've been going back and reading Kevin J. Anderson's The Last Days of Krypton. That's kinda. that's honestly that's where I know Jaxer best from. And I love yeah. that book. Love, adore that book. I have it autographed I got it autographed by him at Dragon Con oh, years nice, ago. Nice. Oh. Um so so in that one, Jaxer is actually responsible for blowing up Krypton's moon. Yes. Um Yes. But uh some of you might remember from Man of Steel, he was uh, on the ship. He's the one that realizes that the Codex is in inside Kal-El's DNA. Uh, he's played by the same guy that played Clone Lex in Smallville, Mackenzie Gray. Oh, sure. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's Jax Ur in Man of Steel. And then on Smallville, we actually got Dax Ur. right. Um, which I don't think was supposed to be the same thing, although he created Brainiac alongside Jor-El. And that uh, was... that was um, Mark, Mark McClure. McClure. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Dave McFly. It all connects. Mm-hmm. Hey. Through Dave McFly, it all connects. Superman to Back to the Future. Love it. So Hannah uh, Waddingham, who is just a fearless portrayal of the character here on Krypton... Uh, does an amazing job, but it's obviously not to be messed with um, whatsoever. Where, uh, there's one other thing where I remember, maybe it's the animated series. I think there was a Jaxer in the animated series. I think you're right, actually, yes. Um, when we go back to Krypton, I don't think we see Jaxer in the pilot, and I'm <sighs> a little fuzzy, but I think it's one of the episodes where we go back. Well, there's a two-part, isn't there like a two-part episode where two Kryptonians come to Earth, and yeah, and uh, Superman's trying to teach them, he's like, I have, you know, I know people, and I've, you're, you'll be is good. Is Zod? It wasn't Zod, I don't think. All right. It's been a long time. It's been 10 years since I last watched the animated yeah, series all the way through. So I am, I am admittedly rusty. Love I really show. thought it was Jack Sir and like Feora. Yeah, you and could be. I, I will not deny it. I, I, I mean, like remember. I'm not gonna tell you're wrong because I, I certainly don't have a strong enough memory of it to argue with you. Well, so anyway, I, I believe you. I'll, 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 I'll take your word for I th- it. I think they were stuck in the Phantom Zone and he released them. Yeah, that sounds that, that sounds familiar. Yes, yes, that sounds familiar. We'll lie and say that's what happened. Sure. Okay. And you can correct us so, uh, by emailing us at mailcryptonpodcast.net if you know. No, we, don't correct us because we're just going to say it. We're Corrections gonna history at right WD here. Russell on Twitter. No, it's fine. Uh, using the Zeta Beam, Derek Russell has uh, discovered that, yes, uh, <laughs> that is what happens in those episodes. Confirmed. Whether it did or not, I'm saying that it did. All right, there you go. 
There you go. Uh, Lyda finds Dev, uh, and he's he's just hanging on for life. There's there's hardly any of Dev still in there, and they slowly start dragging him back to safety. And we see a mysterious figure is watching from the shadows. I mean, it's kind of like if your phone, if you did leave your phone in the car and it was really cold outside, the screen kind of, you know, it takes a second to go from screen to screen. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. that thing. So mm -hmm. I'm sticking with this analogy. I hope you're good with uh, it. Apparently for cl clinging on you until till death do you part. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Devin Brainiac. Yeah. Hey, who's watching him in the shadows? The shadow knows. Yeah. No, not the shadow. Not uh, Alec Baldwin. Who's actually uh, over there watching them? Uh, some cloaked, shadowy figure. All right, good deal. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah, it feel it felt like in uh, Moss Eisley where you've got that one hooded spy that's like telling the the stormtroopers where the where the Millennium Falcon is. Yeah, 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 kind of like that. Yeah. And if you watched your screen a little too dark, you would have missed that there was a person in the shadows. For sure. It just looks like a rock or something. Yeah. Yeah. Until it moves. And you're like, hey, where'd that rock go? Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Is it the, a fraggle? You know, in the... <laughs> fraggle. <laughs> Good get. Um, you were talking about the rebel base earlier, obviously, yeah. with our people. But as far as uh, Black Zero goes, it really does look like Avin 4. With all the green oh. screens and, oh, yeah. and stuff in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Even though they're not the good guys. No, but it does have that look. Yeah, of all the yeah. different all the different yeah. displays everywhere. Totally. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree with that. Yep. Well, we go back to the fortress and That's they, right. We're at the fortress. Yeah, now. we're at the fortress and Dev is in pretty bad shape. Um, Nissa is amazed at the fortress because she says her father searched all over for mm -hmm. it back in the Val L days. And, and did you see speaking of Val L? There is a shot where he's at the console, Dev's on the table, Light is looking over his odd, and you can see the cape in the background. And it's like half gone. Uh, it's more than half gone. Yeah. There's, there's that sucker, very little. That sucker's two-thirds of the way gone. Yeah. It's it's hanging on. Which I guess makes sense. So I thought about that, actually, as I was watching. We're, we're two-thirds of the way through the... Three-quarters, really, of the way through the series now. Yeah. Uh, through the yeah. season. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, the cape disappears at, at, in the finale or... or Something, uh, something to that effect. We'll, we'll see. We'll see half of the S eaten away. That, yeah, I mean, it's still, it's like right below the S right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seg is feeling all sorry for himself and saying, you know, maybe it would have been better if I hadn't done any of this. And Nissa reminds him uh, that he saved her life. So you know, it's not all bad. Not everything you've done is bad. You're not a total failure. Mm. Eh. Eh. There, there are arguments to be made in, in either direction, I suppose. No, I don't argue with anything. I don't argue with anything. Sex done. Nissa, no. yeah. Nissa, yes. Very as long as she, as long as she doesn't double cross us here. Right, right. Kem returns without Seg. Returns back to the cantina without Seg. Uh, Future boy does not like that. Future boy is not happy. Uh, and Kem comes back with a really good burn, which is. Uh, you know, it's it's not not everything is about you and your imaginary you know, alien baby boy from the future. Like, there are real people suffering, and I'm looking for Ona because she's a real person who's in trouble who I promise to protect, and, like, yeah. I care more about real people than about theoretical people. It's hard to, to for them to grasp this concept of something 200 years in the future that doesn't even exist yet when their friends are, and loved ones are hurting in front of them. Yeah, and we, we've, we've alluded to that, that, like, there there is that... that challenge of like do i want to save my own planet or do i trust this person who's begging me to help him save his at the expense of my own 
who's already lied to me multiple times. Right. Yeah. So how how do you know any of this is really true? Eh, he didn't lie. He just didn't share the whole truth. It was it was half truths. Half truths. Yeah. Um, lies I, I, by omission. I was feeling I was good with Adam. You know, even last week when he was like, "I got to kill General Zod," I was like, "I'm still good with you, Adam." Like, but then this well, week sure. I was like, "You're wait a minute." Yeah. Come on, future boy. You're not you're not doing yourself any favors. No, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. He's trying, but but Kem has a point. Like if if you were presented with if I was presented with I'll speak for myself. If I was presented with that um, that dichotomy, I would probably choose my own planet rather than this theoretical other planet. You know, it's it's it would be hard to it'd be hard to to sway me from that. So yeah, I see where he's coming from in that regard. Uh, Jaxer, now now we are back at Thurble Base, ja- or the uh, Black Zero Base. Jaxer does agree to help. Um, she says, you can have Black Zero, but in return, she wants revenge on Darren Bex. And even Nyssa agrees, says, yep, let, you know, this is more important. Do, do it. Let do it. it. Do it. So she wants Darren Bex delivered to her. Kem uh, and Future Boy find Ona, and she's like giving out blessings in the street to this passersby. They come up yeah. to her. It's like, it's like ashes on Ash Wednesday. Like, here yeah. you go. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through fire, we're reborn, or something like that. Yeah. And uh, Kem has to has the difficult task of telling her, "Listen, the voice of Rao isn't who you think. You know, he's 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 not really Rao. He's somebody else." And she preaches all about you know faith, and you have to believe in Rao, and he loves us, and I I'm not leaving. And Kem kind of gives in kind of easily. He's like, "Okay, well I try." Yeah. I mean, he feels bad about it, right? Because like. Uh, he turns it to Adam. Adam's like, "Well, you tried," and he's like, "Shut up!" Like that doesn't yeah. make me feel better. Like, you would no you feel better if you were like, "Oh, your planet still blow up, but you tried." Like, no, that's not how that works. Um, and it's it's almost as if he's leaving, and he's trying to. Kem is sort of conspiring how he's going to change her mind, but uh, but he knows that that by force isn't gonna isn't gonna work. He doesn't want to raise suspicion with with Brainiac either. I'm sure, so he's kind of leaving it leaving it be. Yeah. Back on Ran, we see Sardath again, and uh, Adam. Well, we is, hear him. We, we hear, hear yeah, you're right. We hear him. You hear the, the voice, and uh, Adam is pleading for that second chance. And then Alana, who is Sardath's wife in the in the comics again, so another another little cameo. Uh, she she convinces convinces uh, Sardath to, to give him that second chance. Have you ever seen the movie Xanadu? <laughs> Little yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've had this conversation. <laughs> this scene was like straight out of that. <laughs> Why do you love that movie so much? It's so bad, but it's so good, Derek. It's okay. so bad, but it's All so right. much fun. The music's right. great. Anyway, cheese factor nine. Um, mm. Anyway, so she gets she convinces uh, Sardath to give Future Boy a second chance, and he takes that second chance and uses it to get arrested so he can go before Darren Vex. Because uh, he realizes that's the only way he's going to, uh, to to have any swing here. That's he his play. Isn't this the that's third time he's done this? He did it with Lida. Getting, and I think there was one other arrested? time where it happened as well. Yeah, yeah. Getting arrested is his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, I hadn't really um, seen that as a pattern, but you're absolutely right. There yeah. are, that that's his thing. Yeah. It's a cry for help, Adam. It it is. It is. But hey, if it works, why uh, don't if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. It's working for him. Now, he tells Darren all about Brainiac and now you said cities. can I, can I back up for just a second? Sure thing. Because you said Alana is Sardoth's um, wife. 
Am I wrong about that? I remember Alana being Sardath's daughter. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the like like in, the like, like in the New Earth stuff. Okay. Um I'm uh, I'll I'll admit uh ignorance on that one if I'm if I'm wrong. No, no, I'm not um, trying to call you out. I just oh, I want to I want to um I want to remember correctly because obviously there's probably different versions where that may be the case, but you're, I you're remember right. you're right. Al- yeah. Alana being a daughter. Yep, you are you are correct. You are correct. I stand corrected. Yes. It, Alana is the is the daughter. Yep. Because there yep. are some stories where Adam and Alana are married. Uh, okay. I knew there had to be some so 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 th- this is a Adam Strange and and that sort of side of the DC universe is mm-hmm. a side that I haven't gotten I haven't gone deep on. Yeah. yeah. I'm familiar with the names and and some of the relations but but so that is a piece that I didn't I didn't know. I remember Sardoth more from um Young Justice. Yeah, than and anything cuz they were on there. Justice. Um, but there's also, I mean, obviously they're from the comics, but yeah, I just remember them being a father and daughter. Okay. But there may be iterations where, where Alana is his wife. I'm not sure. Well, I, if there are, I don't Earth, recall. You're right. At least on yeah. New Earth, you're absolutely correct that, uh, okay. that yes, they're father and daughter. So point Russell. Ding. I don't have the bell with me today. I know. I gave myself a ding. Right. I dinged myself. Uh, just like Tobias Bluth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just blew myself for the first time in five mm, years. Hey now. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, all right. Well, where does that leave us? So, so he's Adam is is given Darren the the lowdown and all the brainiac stuff, and he offers to help stop the resistance. And he says, in exchange, I want Seg delivered to me, but he won't mm-hmm. say why. And this is where Darren is like, actually, it's it's Daron. Yeah. Very. Say my name stuff. correctly. Same a name, same a name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish Adam would have called him Dick Sargent or Dick York. I know you do. Sorry. Really? Really? <laughs> you know, I, I that, only man. have so much in life. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Fine. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so podcasting, you know, much like relationships, it's all about it's all about give and take. It's all about all about compromise thank you yeah i appreciate you yeah yeah i appreciate you too buddy thank that's how, you that's how it goes that's how it goes all right Leave so it all dev fair. is one-armed and awake at the fortress and uh if they have him hooked up to to brainiac he's not fully awake he's sort of they're 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 able to talk to the human side of him and and convince him to sort of essentially to sacrifice himself for the mission, you know, we're, we're, yeah. we need to use you here, and we, we might be able to separate you from Brainiac later, but it might kill you, so we need you to hang on a little bit longer. And he uh, he obliges. <laughs> that's what you want to wake up and hear. Yeah, we're probably going to kill you, but you know, you'll be fine. You'll, not you'll, you're not you're probably going to die. We're probably going to kill you. Yes, like it's yes. you know, no offense, we're trying, but we're remember probably that time kill we you. were supposed to be getting married this week. Well, instead, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, because in the pilot it says uh, when when Sag and Light are, are in bed. Uh, Lida says, you know, I'm supposed to be, we're supposed to be married in two weeks. So probably today, this is supposed to be our wedding day, but you know, you with one arm off and that sticker on your forehead. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, uh, that's not happening, right? Hmm. Hmm. We're past yeah, that pr- point. Probably yeah. not. 
Most Val, Val, could you marry us? Could you just? Uh, he probably he's kinda like can. The, he's kind of like the captain of a ship. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah. Uh, the captain of the good ship fortress. Yeah. SS Fortress of Solitude. That's it. SSFOS. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so he's he's uh, you know there's still a piece of him that's that's human and still alive and that's still loyal to the Zods, uh, and so he he agrees to uh, to do that to let them use him for for the greater good. General Zod uh, tells Jaina mm. that this is where they're having that conversation about about where he came from and all this, and he talks about how Kal-El is only super because of the yellow sun on Earth if. Um, they could all be saved. They could all be super. And this is when Jaina says, where were you when Krypton exploded? Yeah. And he kind of begrudgingly reveals that he was in the Phantom Zone for attempting a coup in Kryptonopolis, and Jor-El was the one that put him there. Which runs in the family. Mm, and, yes. And really, the most surprising thing from from the looks of it to Jaina is not that he was in prison or that he staged a coup. It was that Jor-El... It was the name yeah. Jor-El that kind of took her aback. That's what makes her. That's what makes her kind of feel guilty about the whole thing and starts to feel like, okay, I got to tell somebody because this might be this might be meaningful information. Yeah. There might be more to this than than what's on the surface. Yeah, yeah, yep. But there's no time to talk because we got to go kill Goldie. Oh Wilson. yeah, oh yeah. So Val is using Dev to weaken the neural net that connects Brainiac and the Red Shield, uh, Red Shard, Red Shield. Um, Red Shard, and uh, they everyone agrees to meet up at uh, at the Genesis Chamber. Darren talks to Brainiac of crushing the rebellion before it begins. Very uh, Tarkin of him. Uh, just then, <laughs> it begins. <laughs> it's too late because the rebellion is beginning. Uh, Jaina just decides that she's not going to wait around anymore, and she, she decides to get past the the Red Shard. And she's like she's like Wonder Woman in no man's land, right? Like yeah. Where she just, like, goes for it, guns it across the 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 gap. I and was really afraid she was going to bite it right there. I thought that was it for her. Honestly, I thought that was it. And I, I really thought they were going to do the Derek Reese yes. uh, shot to the head and then yeah. just, like, not even give her a heroic, you know, just, like, she's a casualty of war. Right. Because that's thing. how it happens. Speaking of headshots, though, mm. good Lord. I mean, she just goes in guns a-blazing. Boom, boom, boom. It, I mean, we don't, you know, and we haven't really seen her wield a gun yet. Obviously, we've seen her use her fists of fury, but uh, yep. yep, she's she's not bad with a pistol either. No, she uh, she it's almost like you know she's primus for a reason. Yeah. Hokey religions, so. <laughs> no, no match for a good blaster at your side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back on the fortress, Dev's body is shutting down, uh, and it's looking like they're not going to be. I able thought to he was at a rave. I know, right? Because, well, you know what's funny is if you watch it with the sound off, which I may or may not be doing, in the background, Val's moving stuff all over the board like Minority oh, Report, and it's sure. cut. It, it looks like he's moving them like dance boy, <laughs> <laughs> like a puppeteer. Yeah, I got no strings to hold me down. Val's like, Lina, look what I can do. It's just <laughs> now's not the time, Val. Really, Val, this is bad. Val, timing. come God, on. God, you take away his humanity and just make him a robot. He's just, evil. He's the worst. (sighs) Worse than Ultron. This is the thing with projections. They just have no sense of right and wrong. (laughs) They they have a mind of their own. And it's not not that they're evil. They're just morally like 
you know, corrupted. It's just, it's just, hey, they don't, they don't look what better. I can do to the one-armed guy. Yeah, exactly. They don't yeah. know better. Yeah. Val, uh, stop it. He's like an anyway, eight-year-old. He, he just doesn't he know fixes, any better. He fixes it just in time, and the red shard all fall. Uh, and as they sneak up, as General Zod sneaks up behind Brainiac, uh, he awakens. That happens. I love where Seg knocks out Darren, and he says, I've been waiting 14 cycles for that. Yeah. Just like with the butt of his gun, just in the yeah. head. Yeah. Yep. And uh, while Brainiac is fighting General Zod, Jaina shoots him like off that that platform he was on. He just falls mm-hmm. like Darth Maul, you know, just mm-hmm. like down he goes. Big old hole in his chest and he just goes down. Or the and, Emperor, uh, or Luke Skywalker, or man, or Han Solo. Man, people fall down a lot of holes in those movies. Mm. Actually, it was more like Han Solo, you're right, because he wasn't in, in, in pieces. He was just yeah. like, oh, and down he goes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They need more railings on these on these things. That's I, I never I understood. It's like concern, the Death Star. You know? why, why don't we get a railing here? Doesn't make sense. The only Maybe. place for that, you know, and Death Star 2 wasn't complete, and that had railings. Yeah. Because he threw the Emperor over, over a railing. Well, so safety I, I, was their first precaution on the Death Star 2. For, for the for the emperor anyway yeah, yeah yeah nobody feels at ease when when he falls over everybody's like that was way too easy yeah yeah, yeah. because we all know we all yeah. know come on it's bringing yeah. back it's not yeah. not that easy yeah it can't just be that way but uh but they're sort of like well there's nothing else for us to do right now i guess we just wait for him to come back i don't know yeah i don't yeah. know everybody lunch is that lunch lunch all right all good. right cool yeah good i heard there's good meatball subs so let's, let's yeah do you see that guy with the meatball sub Ask him where he found it. <laughs> you can uh, need a meatball sub. Yeah. Hey, listen. After a hard day of killing killing uh, alien uh, city bottlers, I think yeah. I think uh, meatball sub is not, not too bottlers. Much yeah, that's it. Uh, Nissa um, says she forgives her father, but she's going to keep him alive. Well, wait. Uh, I want to go back to the fortress before. You, I want to go back to the fortress for a second. Can I go back, back to, to the, the fortress? fortress? Meanwhile, at the fortress of solitude. So. That Brainiac thing just peels off his head. Oh yes, that's right. Well, it doesn't peel off. It looks like it looks like it was surgically removed and it's healing very quickly. No, it's just a sticker. Lida's like, we could have just done that. That would have <laughs> taken care of it. Oh, it's like that, huh? That's just a sticker. Like a, that's just a sticker he got at the doctor's office for being a good boy. That's oh, it. Oh, Dev's a good boy. Yeah, he got his flu shot. He got one of those on his forehead, and you know this would have been a whole lot easier if I had just pulled this off. Back, you know, back in the Outlands. Yeah, if they'd only known. Oh well. Yeah. Sorry. Continue, Jaina and Daron. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Nissa and, Jer- yeah, and Daron. Yeah. Basically, she she echoes what she said to him last week. Last mm-hmm. week, I think. Yeah, and says basically that uh, you know I'm keeping you alive because you're still useful to me because that's that's how you taught me is to. Use people until they're of no use to you. Yeah. Um, and she says, you know, you always just wanted to be a survivor, but I want to be more. And he's like, I did too. I did too, but, it, you know, it didn't work out. Now now he's sort of defaulted to, basically his fallback was just surviving after after being more didn't work out. And it seems like that's going to be sort of, it's almost like we're seeing some foreshadowing of what may happen mm. to, to her. Um, anyway, she, she leaves. She's like, peace, whatever. I got no response to that. And as General Zod is bringing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blindfold Darren, you first. But oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. she puts the blindfold back on him. Uh, I almost thought she was gonna snap his neck when she goes goodbye, Father. I was like, oh, God, oh, 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 oh. two oh. two to the back of the head. Jeez, I know, right? Devil tap. But then I realized that they need him to be alive because Jaxer wants him, and so yeah. they bring him to Jax. And uh, General Zod says, "Hey, we had a deal. You know, I need I need the body of the voice of Rao, even though we killed him. 
you know, he, the, the deal was a body for a body. So here you go. I, I need, I need him. Um, and uh, she says, "Yeah, sure. Okay, you know, you can have, you can have my my forces until until you get the body." Um, I do want to discuss who'll be in charge of Candor uh, now that there's going to be a vacuum of power. And he very ominously says, "I look forward to it." Yeah. So I think we're starting to see what his uh, what his motivations might be. I believe so. Unlimited power. You will bow down before me, Krypton. Mm. I swear it. Both me and then one day your heirs. Like your literally. ass. Or yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. That's what we're saying. That's a deep, deep get. Yeah, yeah, it's a shoe. Get? It is a yeah. well, yeah, it's a shoe. It's a shoe. It must be. Call it must that. be a shoe. Get. Yeah. yeah, it's a Steve Walton. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, TM. Yeah, yeah. Should I explain it now that I've said that? <laughs> I suppose. I okay, suppose, Steve yeah. Glosson, other you know, start with Hospital Smallville. When he was a kid watching, uh, watching Superman the movie, and Zod said, "You will bow down before me, Jor El. I swear it. You and one day your heirs." He always said, "Thought he said ass." You will bow down before me, Jor-El. I swear it. You and one day your ass. It's so funny to hear Steve tell it, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, I, oh, I, I murdered it. Yeah, I murdered no, it. No, no, you did. Uh, no, absolutely. Fine. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, you can imagine a little kid being like, oh, he said a bad word. Yeah. Yeah. He said ass. He's uh, <laughs> in a Superman movie. <laughs> He's going to make his ass kneel. Uh-huh. Oh, Ona. Ona, Ona, Ona. Yeah. So, so the zombie voice of Rao, you know, comes comes back, and he's he's looking pretty haggard. Um, he's seen better days. He's seen, yeah. Just earlier today was a better day, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's with Ona in his sort of throne room there, and tells her not to be afraid. Through fire, we are reborn. Yeah. And next thing you know, she's running out of the room, just repeating over and over. By fire, we're reborn. By fire, we're reborn. And uh, and passes Adam, passes who's Adam, like, who tries like, to, yeah, get her to snap out of it, and she won't. He knows something's something's not kosher there. So did I. Uh, we all did. We all oh did. We God! Didn't just how you know just how wrong things were about to go. Yeah. Um, Jaina tells the crew, uh, the rest of their little merry band of rebels, that uh, it was an L. Who put General Zod in imprisoned him in the Phantom Zone, and she realizes he's come back to rule Krypton, not to save it. Uh, and we're we're left with, and that in itself could be the end of the episode right there. Like that yeah. could be the like her telling them and them being like, well, "We got to do something about it." That could be any other show. That would be how we'd end this. Yeah, but not this show. No. Ona shows up at their bunker. Oh God. Kem is thrilled to see her. He's he's. Got this false hope for a moment in his heart, and that's that maybe, it. That's maybe, the end of the episode. Maybe. That's it, and it's a wonderful ending. And that's all that happened this week. Nothing else happened. Yeah, is this is this like when Phoebe never saw the sad endings of all the movies? Nothing else happened in the episode. Ona was Yeller reunited with Kim. They all drank and were merry, and that the end. <laughs> okay, Derek, you might want to tune out for this next part. Nothing else happened at the end of this episode. You might want to tune out for this next part because I don't don't think you're going to like it. Um, Credits. Kem's all happy. He thinks that he's won her over and that they're going to live happily ever after. And basically everything that Derek just said. That's what happened. Well, except for the part where she keeps saying that through fire we are reborn. And it turns out that the voice of Rao actually made her a bomb. And she blows up. Um, Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Why would you lie to the listening audience? But Future Boy... Several thousand listeners you lie to, because none of that is true. 
Ona's Beatrice fine. Boy comes in. Ona <laughs> is fine. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, she's absolutely definitely fine. Definitely fine. Ona's fine, and yep. she is in Kim's arms, and that's how mm. the season ends. No more episodes. We're good. That's it. Okay. We'll be back cool. next season. Brainiac is defeated. Uh, Ona is alive. Mm. End. Finn. Cool. Finn. Finn. Adam uses his Zeta Beam to create a force field oh, and God. save everyone. <laughs> everyone except Ona, because she was a human bomb. Ona, why? Uh, why? Yeah. Oh, God. And even that, even that should be enough to, like, like end on an emotional note and just see, like, you know, executive producer Cameron Walsh. But no. No. <laughs> why no. do we keep letting him do this? <laughs> The emotional cutting is just too much. My heart can't handle it. My heart can't <sighs> handle it. My heart cannot. Kim do it. is gonna be mad. Oh yeah, he's not gonna. He promised. He, mm-hmm. You have to think next week there's gonna be like a soliloquy where he's like, "I promised to take care of this girl and I failed," mm-hmm. and and this will be, I think, what launches him to whatever his next action will be, whether that's him sacrificing himself in some way, which I really hope not, because I want him to stick around, but they've broken my heart already in this way, and I wouldn't be surprised if I do it again. Um, so there's that possibility. There's also the possibility that he, you know, sort of becomes a full-fledged rebel with them, and, uh, and we'll see what happens there. No. But, but we have one last little tease here before we, before we end, and that is where Adam Zeta beams himself elsewhere and i was a little maybe maybe this is my my lack of uh, adam strange knowledge uh showing again so do, do you know where he went <sighs> and who that is that creepy dead-eyed lady who looks him in the eye and he's like what the f-? well here's my theory okay my theory is he jumped forward in time obviously from the events that just happened. Yep. And they have lost. And Brainiac has control of wherever he is. Okay. I see. Okay. So is that Krypton? Uh, I don't it, know. It, it kind of looked like Krypton. but but Well, there's red dirt everywhere, and all the lights behind him are out of focus, so it's hard to tell. It's hard to say. If there's, you know, buildings or if it's some post-apocalyptic... Yeah, uh, world or something, but you know, I get the feeling maybe she's controlled by Brainiac, but I also get the feeling I'm wrong about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it didn't. It the only reason it didn't look like Brainiac to me is because there were no like blackened eyes. There yeah, no there's no, dot. there's nothing there. If it's to, Brainiac, it's a different look than we've yeah. seen before. It didn't look like Rom did, for example. It right. was just a like dead-eyed expression, like, right? Like catatonic. I think I'm probably wrong. Well, I, I don't think you're necessarily wrong, but it, it might be something. To, it's not the same kind of century we've seen before, if it is Brainiac. Unless um, that's grown-up Ona. Grown, Grona. Could be Grona. Mm-hmm, Grona. Uh, like in an alternate, some kind of alternate reality or something? Mm. Where she didn't go boom? I don't know. I don't know. Lots to speculate about. Uh, and perhaps, you know, we, we, we've not seen a trailer yet by the time we're recording this, so perhaps a trailer will uh, will sort that out. The trailer does often do some reveals. Um, yeah, yeah. We so knew if Zod, we sound we foolish, knew, then... Well, yeah, we knew on this show that Zod was going to be Zod, and we were, but we didn't want to say that because we didn't yeah. know the trailer was going to reveal yeah, it at, exactly. the end of, uh, at the end of House of Zod. Exactly. But, 
But in this case, we we may not. Yeah, there there may be something that makes it very clear in the trailer what what's happening. But but we've not yet seen it. So yeah. we've yeah. Uh, we will have to talk about that another day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Uh, I know. Maybe, I know. maybe it is alive, Ona. Maybe she's okay. That would be nice, actually. But I clearly, really that like girl that. is not okay at the end of the episode. No, not okay. Yeah. But but maybe curable. Whatever's going on with her could be curable. Yeah, you know, it's possible. <sighs> it's possible. All right, is that it? <sighs> That's it. That's where they leave us. It Heartbroken. Hurts. It hurts. Heartbroken and curious. It does hurt. God, they are they are just digging the. Uh, Digging the old knife in with this I with know. this one this week. I know. Tis I not know. fair. It hurts. Um, I think I found the Easter egg. Yes, the pilot Easter egg. Yeah, that we were talking about with Corey Trench uh, yeah, last me, week. Yeah, tell me your theory. I'm not because Corey has not uh, gotten back with me yet, mm, so okay. I, I don't want right, to. I don't right. want to say it and and be what wrong, but also Derek don't want to say it and be right. But I think I got it. What a tease. But it's like it's like the Academy Awards. It's already in the envelope. It's sealed. So sure, sure. So you know, if at the time of recording, if I'm right, you know, we'll we'll find out. Hopefully next time. I just next texted. Time. Him. I just texted him last night. So we'll you know let's let's give it air, air to breathe and uh, we'll figure it out. But I think I'm right. I think I got it. I rewatched it's- the pilot. Um, I thought I was gonna have to sit there and watch it like two or three times, but I only had to watch it once. And when I got to the part where it was, I was like, "Oh, how did I miss that?" Huh? Interesting. Interesting. Um, okay. I was I sat down prepared to watch that thing like three times in a row till I found it. After you know what Seriously. we talked about last week, I was I was like, "All right, I'm gonna find it, no matter what it takes." And it was good to go back and watch the pilot because uh, I didn't. God, when did we get that thing? Like three months ago. Originally, yeah, probably March or late February. Yeah, it was February, I think. So, you know, and we recorded so far in advance to where we put the episode up the night it aired. I've not revisited since then, so Mm -hmm. it's been forever. So to go back and watch it now uh, and see how far we've come since then to just episode eight, which doesn't seem like a whole lot, but in terms of storytelling, dear God, they have packed so it's, much into this show it's a fast moving show so they packed a lot in and also even at the, at the start of episode eight where we just saw the flashback to the pilot i was like yeah. they look so much younger yeah so <laughs> they look so, so innocent so innocent yeah agreed. sex parents are still alive oh it was a happier time it was a it was practically utopian speaking of which let me let me ask you this we'll end on this note as, sure. as far as speculation goes you know we you know Corey and david both told us you don't, you don't know where we're going by right. the end of this. You th- you right. may think you know, like that's pretty much been the overall get for the season. You may think you know what's happening, but you don't. And it's been true, the whole do way. You, do you think we could end up in a situation where one or two of our characters end up in the Phantom Zone? Seg and Adam, Seg and Kim, sure, Who somebody maybe? or just Seg, sure, okay. and time resets. Back to the pilot. And we have to do all this over again, but only one of our characters knows what's coming. Whew. That would be cool. That would be really freaking cool. And 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 we change the timeline as we go along to mm-hmm. to hmm. That would be amazing. Because we already know, spoiler alert, Brainiac is coming in the finale. Brainiac yeah, is coming yeah. in episode ten. 
Candor will be the bottling of Candor will commence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How far he gets with that, we don't know. Right, but he will. He will. Candor will begin to be ripped from the ground. Uh, so, I just wonder if we hit the old reset button. Right. And, and you know, and, and then, but time doesn't affect whoever's stuck in the Phantom Zone, so they sure, still have that right, knowledge. Right, right, They have the memory of it, and they have the knowledge to change it. Yeah. That would be super cool. I'd be so on board with that if they want to, like, lean even further into this whole time travel paradox. Uh, well, and it increasing. sets everybody back at zero, so Dev is yeah, yeah. whole again. Darren's back in power. Ona. Voice of Rao, Ona. Um all yeah. of it kind of that would be uh, yeah that would be super fascinating well i was just I thinking would... while watching episode eight last night i was like <sighs> so much and, and again it kind of ties into what we were just saying so much has, has changed since the pilot i don't see how they're mm. going to keep this kind of change going yeah moving forward um Something with, has to shake up with Something as many with as many lives as they've changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vastly. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, Jaina on the run, all of them on the run, obviously. But so I just wonder if we're gonna if, with the time travel aspect, if time's gonna get reset to zero. Um, you know, if Adam's like, ah, I went, we screwed up too much. I gotta go back and start again. But somebody's also stuck in the Phantom Zone that has this knowledge. I don't know. Sure. That gets messy, you know. Yeah. You mess with the timeline too much, you start to get yeah. messy. But but it's very you. I like that theory. I that would be I would be very on board with that storyline. That sounds awesome to Just me. Just kind of resets the board, but also yeah, adds yeah. new challenges. Exactly, exactly. Because we know what already happened. Yeah, and we know what the pat what the, the the pitfalls were in. We had we how, had how two, we, we had two weeks to stop Brainiac. So let's mm-hmm, go back mm-hmm. and and give ourselves redo that two week lead time. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think? Let us we know. want to hear your thoughts, your theories. Mail at kryptonpodcast.net is the place to do that. You can Please email. Yes, we love your emails. Yeah, we love reading them. We would you love can... to speculate heavily going into uh, the finale. Yes. Uh, with your emails sure. and your tweets, which you can send us at Shoe Krypton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even Facebook. You can find us at Starfield's House of L on Facebook if you want to chat with us there, play with us there between shows. Mm-hmm. Cryptonpodcast.net, of course, is the is the website where you'll find you'll find all the episodes of the show. You'll also find them on places like uh, Apple Podcasts, where you can leave us ratings and reviews, which we're very very grateful for. Thank you, we everyone are. who does that. Absolutely, uh, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found: Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, uh, TuneIn, any anywhere you can find your podcasts, you can find this show. You can even stream it right from the website. That is correct. That is a thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back next week with episode 109, Hope, which uh, is a very important word in the Superman mythos. Mm-hmm. Because on his world, it's not an S. That is it correct. Means hope. So uh, until then, like Frank said, email us, tweet us. Uh, we want to read your speculation. We want to talk about your ideas, things maybe we haven't thought about previously. And guys, there's only two episodes left. After this one, it's a it's a big deal. So we will see you guys next time on Starfall's House of L. Bye.